this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Oh my. Last week, the party made their way downstairs to the third level of the Arcanium. There they met Uza, or what was left of her. A being held together by divination magic, she had difficulty remaining in the present with them. She gave them information about Gard and Rithmala, the other powerful arcanists on the third level, and left them to choose who they'd rather confront. Our adventurers picked Rithmala and made their way into her domain. They were immediately attacked by magic-infused skeletons and zombies, and a darkness spell that seemed to be alive and have some limited sentience. What else will our adventurers find here on the third level? What other magical aberrations are awaiting them to assault them? And what will Rithmala think of them should they meet her? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hello, there. What's going on? I would Mm. like to say something very quickly that makes me very nervous. This could go anywhere, as always. It really could. Again, yeah, I'm so anywhere. excited. Who's to say? I was pulling out my dice, <clears throat> and I was organizing them because I have so much dice at this point that I can't really keep them in my little tray to roll because there's no space to roll. So I put all the other dice away, and I kept out my D20s and my D6s, and I did a, a run-through with all my D20s, and I realized I have 19 D20s, and five of them rolled above a 10. Oh, no. <laughs> About six of them rolled a two. All six so rolled a two? About six rolled a two. A t- like six, so six of them of rolled the, the number two. Rolled the number two. And only five rolled above a ten. So the universe is trying so to sh- communicate something about the number two to you. Let's discuss this number two. Or I should really Vizdira just like... We need to have shenanigans, though. That's you literally just tried to sidetrack her even more. No, I was. It was a joke. Like you know, like people make jokes. Mm. What are those, though? Not good ones. Sure. So. All right. Sure. Well, I guess we could play. Um, I will. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. Uh, cool. No, Anything what? else? No. That no. Oh no. That moment is past. Anything else we should talk about before we begin? Great. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> to do a little more in-depth recap, you all came down. You had a whole conversation with Rithmal, I mean, with Uza, which was very strange. Uh, one of you figured out that she uh, must have been changed uh, and turned into a, a creature of divination magic, probably something to do with her connection to the eye, as, as they have been calling it. And so you decided to go... To the left, which was the domain of Rithmala, uh, who is, or who was, the arcanist who was attuned to the spellbinder, the key that Bizdira uh, is currently attuned to. So we're in this, like, hole in the wall, and we're about to go into the next room. Correct. So you all, you went into the room, you fought some stuff, and then there's a hole, there's sort of a blown-out hole in the northern wall, uh, and you all are about to head that way. What you can see through the hole in the wall, it's all dark here, but uh, only the room that you just fought in was magical darkness, so you can see with all of your dark vision, you can see out through the other side of the hole. Um, what you can see through the hole is is a, a little sort of uh, hallway that curves to the right and then looks like it, it continues on further north from there. So you're looking north, turns to the right a little bit, and then goes further north out past your view. And we did want to turn to the right to get to where we thought we needed to go, right? Yeah, ultimately uh, what you saw was the stairs that, went, that go down were directly beyond Uza's little glass or crystal cubicle. So you wanted to sort of go as far as you could 
straight ahead to the north and then eventually turn to the right. Okay. Should we check the ceiling and the floors? Yes. <laughs> we should check everything. And I still have my sphere of fire. So you do still have your sphere of fire. Or did you lose concentration on it? I did not because I used my inspiration. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. So you do still have your sphere of fire. So it can follow along in front of you, behind you. Send it down uh, the hallway. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll send it off in front of us. It can okay. be a beacon saying, we're coming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, what up? We coming. Get ready for us. Okay. So you send it off down the hallway. Are you all following behind it? Depends on what it hit. <laughs> you can't really... I mean, you can send it out of the hole and still see it, but then once it goes down the the other hallway, it's it's going to eventually go out of view. I'm following it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Bree is just like, let me know what you find. <laughs> No, I'm going to go with them. Bria. I'm right. going too. Okay. So you walk out into this hallway and it's it's a, I think I described it last time, like it's sort of bombed out almost. Like you can see where there used to be uh, rooms and walls uh, and doorways and things. But a lot of this area has just been reduced to rubble. You see telltale uh, burn marks and singe marks and soot sort of all over many of the rubbled areas, indicating some sort of firefight must have gone down here at some point in the past. You see charred remains of bodies, some charred, some not charred, but bodily remains sort of all over the place. Uh, as you step out into that first little hallway area, uh, let me have everybody make wisdom perception checks, please. Here we go. Yeah. Let's start with a Flick. 18. All right, Bizdira. 17. Kit. I crit. Huzzah. So it's a 23. Finally, nice. some good rolls. Bria. <laughs> I crit too. What okay. the heck? I right, think that's so. like the best cumulative roll we've ever had as a group. Too bad like, it was in a very practice. long while. If only you could, I was just going to say, if only you could do that for band practice. Uh, All right, so my next question before I tell you what you see and hear uh, is how far ahead of you are you keeping the Flaming Sphere kit? Um, I mean, I think I'm keeping it close enough that I can still sort of see it. So like maybe like 15, 20 feet ahead of us. Okay, great. Sounds good. So you all make your way out. Uh, There's nothing sort of in that first little area of the hallway. You turn to the right and you can see just a little ways down this hallway, you can see the other side. I don't know if you remember, but when you were talking to Uza... Uh, the her whole little central cubicle was translucent or transparent crystal, but the wall on the left, which sort of led into where you all now, was piled high with bodies and body parts and bones and skeletons. And you see that area now. You see piled high. Oh, this is now the other side of bones and bodies and body parts. And with those good perception rolls, uh, you notice a few things. One of the things that you notice is that the the skeletons and the zombies that you fought in that first room were pretty standard looking. Um, they, you know, they, I mean, they were living skeletons and zombies. That <laughs> Just ain't a so standard standards. skeleton hanging out. <laughs> but the, the bodies themselves, you know, the corpses that the zombies uh, were animated of looked humanoid, you know, which which now is no longer weird to see, but there was nothing odd about them. The bones look like bones. Yeah, but they're here, standard, you, look, you know. Okay. But here, <laughs> as you look more closely at these body parts and these bones, you notice that there are things about them. Some of them look diseased, maybe, in some way. Some of them have strange growths on them. Some of them are missing 
like some of the intact bodies are just missing limbs altogether, uh, which, you know, at first is not necessarily strange because there are also loose body parts making up this wall. But as you sort of examine them a, a little more in detail, you see that like it almost looks as if like many of these bodies just simply didn't have one of their arms or legs ever. It's not as if it got blown off or torn off. It just was never there. So it all just, you know, the, the bones that you see, the skeletons have strange growths coming out of them sometimes, almost as if their bones were spiked in some ways. Uh, it's all its all very strange. Strange mutations that you can see on these body parts. This is reminding me of the drawing that we saw where all their eyes were dark and then they had like extra growths and things, which I would not have remembered had I not just listened to that. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Yeah. The other thing that you notice while you all have sort of like paused to just sort of peer at this wall of, of corpses is that you hear what sounds like the the soft paddy footsteps of a couple of creatures coming down the hallway from much further north towards you all. Like a dog? Uh, no. You said paddy, so I'm thinking like they're little... Well, oh, did, you, did you just mean like pitter-pat? Like... That- like I mean, you all rolled really well on your perception, so I mean, like, zombie slightly decomposed. Ah, gotcha, <laughs> all right, cool. Shuffling. Shuffling, That's a good, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they're, well, I guess they're kind, they are slower than you all, so yeah, shuffling, sure. Do we hear, like, a... <laughs> no, you hear Drooling, them screaming perhaps? brains clearly and at the top of their lungs. No, we don't hear them moaning. I'm because um, they're zombies and, you know, <laughs> Yes, The Zero would like yes, to prepare kit. an action... Hold on. Yes, Kit. I would like to put the flaming sphere in their path, blocking them if they come to us. Great. And they, well, so it's a, you'll have to sort of, it, to see what's happening, you'll have to go a little bit further out, but you can just place the sphere, like, further down this hallway if you would like. Uh, sure. Okay. Go, yeah, to meet all right. them. All right, so you all are sort of right before the bend in the hallway, <laughs> and the, the sphere just slowly hey, floats. Fire. <laughs> The sphere sort of just floats down the hallway and out of your view, and you definitely notice uh, that the the shuffling stops. Yay! What are you doing now? I want to keep. I want to. I want to get to the node. I think that like I don't know about you guys, but I'm like I don't care what we're running into here. Let's get downstairs as quickly. Yeah, as just possible. get past it and go. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, Flick is definitely in that mindset. Mm-hmm. For show. Okay, so you come around the corner, you are down the hallway. How how big is the sphere? It's a 10-foot sphere, is that right? 10-foot diameter? Uh, it is a 5-foot diameter sphere. Oh, okay, so it's smaller than I thought it was. Okay, great, so you can see past it then down the hallway, and you see uh, just beyond the sphere are two zombies uh, that have sort of stopped short in their tracks, uh, and floating behind them is a an orb of sort of pinkish purplish light of some sort that is sort of just hovering and bobbing slightly behind them. Um, you can see just past them, there are uh, there are several other zombies and orbs of light, uh, but they're sort of lined up against the, the left wall and don't seem to be at all interested in whatever is happening down here. Any staircases? No staircases. I think that light is Rithmala. That's what I think, too. Um, so they've stopped... Okay, so just reorient. How far behind are we from the sphere? Uh, well, you probably sent it down, so what, 20, 25 feet? Sure. And then the zombies have stopped about 15 feet beyond it. Do they seem to react to us, or have they seen us? Can we tell? Uh, you made an insight, wisdom insight check. That's a 16. Uh, 
they are not coming towards you. I mean, it's sort of hard to read zombies, and then that's just an orb. Uh, but they, they are not like, they didn't see you and come rushing towards you or anything like that. Gotcha. Um, I'm actually... Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. I, I was just going to approach. Oh, okay. I was going to say maybe since we don't see a staircase, we can try to use paths without a trace and get past this to get to a staircase. I will say the, the hallway's not super wide, uh, so you would really, like, Kit would really have to move the orb off to one side, and y'all would sort of have to press yourselves up against the other side to not get burned by it if you're trying to get past it. Or you could just shove the sphere further down the hallway. That is obviously also an, ap- an option. Mm-hmm. Ooh, words are hard today. Mm, yeah, maybe press it on and see what happens. Like, if they stop or reverse or move in any way. Or if they just let themselves get burnt up. That would be lovely. <laughs> that too? Like that? So, my question, and I will mm-hmm. ask this as softly as I can <laughs> in Celestial, okay. Okay. Um, is... Whether we actually want to try to negotiate with Rithmala at all, like Uza said, we might be able to, or if we don't care about any uh, collateral damage we might do to her and her, I don't know, domain, Um, because I'm definitely happy to burn them if that's what we think is best, but we don't want to make her angrier if our hope is to negotiate. My instinct is to not piss her off, which is kind of why I was just like, well, I'm going to go up and see what she says and maybe ask her a couple questions. But we could then also again, just keep walking and see if she stops us. Right? That, like that's what can... I was. That was kind of my instinct. Okay. So what are we doing? Flick's going to walk closer to the flaming sphere. Okay. So as soon as Flick begins to approach the flaming sphere, the zombies take out Nope, they don't take out anything. They don't have weapons. Uh, They begin to shuffle forward as well, and we should roll initiative. Okay, Flick. A nine. Nine. Kit. Oh, I'm back to fine form with a six. (laughs) Okay, Bizdira. Eight. And Bria. My pendulum also swung the other way. I crit failed, so I You guys, sorry. (laughs) You're at a what, Bria? A four. You're also all super bunched up, which is real fun. Mm-hmm. I um, okay, did not well. think that I was going to go first out of all of us. <laughs> the, zombies, the zombies with a minus two to their initiative got a 13. Yeah, well, DM always rolls better. My dice <laughs> I don't know about decided. always. I don't know about always. But... I don't think we'd be here if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Okay. So, what did we say? We said that the sphere is about 20 feet in front of you and the zombies were about 15 feet beyond that. So, uh, the zombies are going to... They're going to shuffle towards you all at a as quick a clip as they can. And they are going to get all the way to you all, which means they're going to have to pass by the sphere. Now, uh, they have to make dexterity saving throws when they get within five feet of it. Is that, is that correct, Kit? Um, so, the confusing thing about this spell is that it says that only if they end their turn within five feet of the sphere must they make a save but if they're passing through it it would be it would be this uh the equivalent i guess of me ramming it into them which would mean taking that save right um so here's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna have them both make dexterity uh saves just because they're running i assume it's in the middle of the hallway so they're both gonna have to sort of edge around it and they're zombies so they're not super dexterous so we'll just do dexterity saves for both of them to see if they manage to like not literally run through it How's that sound? Great. All right, great. So one of them is a 17, so I assume that makes it. The other one is an 11. That 11 doesn't fails, save. Right? Okay, so they start 
shuffling down at a clip down this hallway. One of them just, one of them sort of moves to the side a little bit. Like, you see him, it's almost like he's a little drunk. He just, like, veers off to the side and then comes back in. Uh, the other one just barrels straight through the sphere. So go ahead and roll damage for that one, Kit. Oh, hell yeah. Um, that's 11 points of damage. Nicely done. Um, also, are they flammable, these zombies? <laughs> the, these are not, no. <laughs> Fine. So, sorry. Damn, sorry. that's a missed opportunity, I think. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> All right, so these two come, They one of them bursts through the sphere, shuffling towards you, and you see that these zombies are, uh, ch- they are changed, like the bodies that you saw on the wall to your right. Uh, one of them has just sort of these strange purplish bulbous tumors all over its body. Uh, the other one uh, is just missing an arm altogether. And uh, it's a little disconcerting. And both of them, you can see these sort of pinkish-purple fires in their eyes as they approach you. But that took their action to dash because they're very slow. Uh, so what happens next is that bobbing pink and purple sphere of light comes flying in your direction. And let's see, 20 and 15 is 35 feet. Perfect. Uh, So that one's going to come straight up. Now, tell me, well, I think, Kit, you were in the front, right? Because they make you watch for traps and you were holding on to this sphere. True or false? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Great. So this this bobbing pink and purple light is going to zoom around, uh, manage to completely avoid your sphere, and come right up to you. And uh, it is going to try and ram itself into you. That is a seven to hit. (laughs) It misses! Huzzah! It was was very distracted by trying to avoid the fire as it comes bobbing and weaving towards you. So it's sort of sitting right in front of you. The zombies are on either side of you. And and, uh, that is where we are when, Flick, you take your first turn. Um, I'm going to start out by, like, putting my hands up and saying, um, I assume you're... What's her name? Rothmilda? (laughs) What's her name? (laughs) What try, is the name? Try Rothmilda. See how it goes. This, this no. <laughs> Please no, don't do I, that. She's my no, name. It's it's Rithmala. Rithmala, thank you. Um, I assume you're Rithmala. We we mean you no harm. Okay. It, it does anything change about the situation? I mean, it doesn't say anything back. It's also not its turn. So I guess you can make a wisdom insight check. <laughs> On an orb, oh my gosh. On an orb at the zombies. Yeah, I mean, look, you're a wisdom caster. Uh, it's not 17. impossible for you to roll super well. Uh, you're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> that seems that seems about right. Um, cool. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, okay, I'll prep a sacred flame if slash when the zombies start to get closer to us, which I assume they will. I mean, they're right next to Kit at the moment. Amazing if they start to hurt one of us. Okay, great. So whichever one hurts first, I'm going to sacred flame that one. You got it. All right, Bizdira, you are up. Flick has decided to show some forbearance. Tell us more, Bizdira. (laughs) It's difficult because she hates the mind control. Like, really really hates the mind control um but she knows she's outvoted so she's just gonna prepare um a radiant sunbolt to attack anything that attacks kit and she's gonna gonna stay kind of in the back Alrighty. uh so flick has pulled out his where is your holy symbols in an amulet or is it on your it's an amulet i think it's no i i wear it yeah 
Yeah. All right. So Flick has pulled it out and started to sort of finger it and prepare a prayer. And God damn it. I'm sorry. I meant just like rub his fingers. I can't. I can't. I'm done. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. (laughs) Bizdira has her hands up ready to summon her radiant sunbolts. And we are up to Kit, who is the one who is currently surrounded. Um, ugh, I really, really was ready to attack the spear. I know you were. I know um, you were. But I don't want to, um, I don't want to mess with Flick's diplomacy if uh, it's going to work. Feel free to talk. What? Talk? <laughs> what I don't think that's I what she meant. <laughs> she meant mess with talk. your diplomacy by attacking. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, I meant, like, you can say something, too. I... <laughs> I don't. I don't think she wants to. I know. I, I don't want to say anything. I want to attack it. I think I'm having a similar reaction to Bizdira, where I like have like an immediate welling of hatred for the mind control, and it's taking every ounce of my being not to do something rash. Um. So I think I'm surrounded by all three of them, right? You are currently surrounded by all three of them. Yes. But if I disengage, can I run away? Yeah. Great. I'm going to disengage and run back to my friends. Um, Okay. Yeah. Mm, Yeah, that's it for now. Okay. All right. So very sort of hands up very carefully. Kit steps backwards towards uh, Flick and Bizdira, who are ready to bring down the radiant fire at any moment. Bria, last but not least in this round. I was going to run forward. (laughs) (laughs) Because I really don't want anything to do with this. I just want to go. I want to find these stairs. Uh, <laughs> so, but seeing that Kit came backward, um, I will... Um, yeah, I don't have to do that then. So I'm going to... I will prepare a firebolt then if they... And and <laughs> on, on Flick's note earlier, like, I talk sometimes too. And I got Frosty's hat, so... Um, I will also say, um, we're just trying to pass through the room. Nobody needs to get hurt. And then I'll take out both of my daggers and I'll say, but if we have to, we will. If you want, if you want to prepare a firebolt, you're only going to take out one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But then I'll let my hand light up a little bit for firebolt. I'm sorry. There we go. And I'll say, but if we have to, we will. Got it. it. And what are you, what is your trigger situation, Bria? Same thing. I mean, I have the feeling we're about to go into an explosion of attacks, um, <laughs> but I, it, it'll be the same trigger as just if they try to, to hurt us in any way then, or hurt any of the four of us. Great. I could be a real asshole because technically Bizdir's trigger was if any of them attack Kit, and they're not going to because Kit moved away, but I, I won't. Bizdir, you can, you can still have your attack because I they... <laughs> literally just thinking that and i was like will he give it to me because it's still I like will. it's not kit but it's still it's yeah. it's my people we're all yeah, kit, of course. well you know? it's we're it's not kit. your people <laughs> it's that's you. the episode title i was gonna say <laughs> you did it what is it <laughs> we're all kit <laughs> we're all kit amazing uh well anyway so the zombies uh seeming to have no reaction to our very persuasive party members uh begin to approach one of them comes for flick one of them comes for bizdir because you two are the next two in the front and they attack uh so let me roll theirs since they're going to attack because your triggers were when they attack so now they need to attack so kit we're gonna do uh, flick we're gonna do the one on you first sorry <laughs> sorry kit <laughs> 
Flick, we're going to do the one on your first. And as they go to attack you, those pinkish-purple fires in their eyes sort of light up. And once again, just like the the creatures in the previous room, uh, Flick, as you begin to try and dodge out of the way of their attack, they seem to anticipate you and sort of know where you're going to be... He- Oops, where you're going to be headed to avoid them. Uh, but that is still just a nine to hit. <laughs> no! Roll so I'll, Vintage, I'll use my, my shield to push it away. All right, so one of them has attacked. So here comes the explosion. Dex save. Dex save. No. Bizdira, what was your attack roll? 15. That hits. Roll your damage. Bria. Nine. Nine to hit? Yeah. Usually I would laugh. Yes, that does in fact hit these zombies. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right, so all three of you hit. Roll your damage. Uh, Flick, what was your damage? 12 radiant damage to the one nearest to me. Yes, and Bizdira. Five. All right, and Bria. Five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just light this fucking zombie up, man. There's nothing left. <laughs> He's just ash. He doesn't get a fortitude save. Uh, fortitude save, listen to me, third edition. Uh, he doesn't get a constitution save for his undead fortitude. He's just gone. There's nothing <laughs> He's left. He's just gone. <laughs> He's gone. The other one's going to attack Bizdira. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's still shitty. Um, that's a 14 to hit. <laughs> Just not enough, Terry. Bizdira, <laughs> like, nimbly, like, woohoo, did one of her uh, cartoon dodges. Fantastic. Um, however, as she dodges out of the way, that little uh, orb uh, that's bouncing around comes straight for Bizdira and uh, tries to slam into her as well. Oh, that's better. All right, that is a 21 to hit you. I don't think so. No. Oh. Okay. I'm going to say no. Cool. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> you take eight bludgeoning damage, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage, please. Disadvantage. Disadvantage. Ah, I don't like this. That's an eight. Okay. So this creature slams into you and sort of engulfs you. Uh, in inside of it. And so you see Bizdira sort of light up in pink and purple glow all around. Uh, you can still see, like, there is a, like, on her shoulder, like a little, what is the, the my big fat Greek wedding? It was my twin sister. Uh, there, like, on her shoulder is a little, <laughs> like, concentration, <laughs> concentration of the purple lights. You can still see that it is a separate creature, but it has completely engulfed Bizdira now. Bizdira, you are currently grappled and stuff. <laughs> Great. I'll tell you on your turn. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. Uh, great. Um, are her eyes the same color? Her eyes are the same, or her own color. She's just completely suffused with this purple-pink energy. Uh, so, Flick, you are up. You just saw Bizdira get engulfed by this strange One thing. time that I voluntarily try and roleplay and try and be a diplomat, and this bitch has to go and engulf my friend, pissed. So, what he's going to do, he's going to say that. He's going to say, I'm pissed, you bitch. And <laughs> Not my Bizdira, you bitch. <laughs> Not my Bizdira, you bitch. And uh, he Happy is Mother's going Day. to... Here's the thing. Yes, truly. Uh, okay, so it's a floating orb still, like, attached to her shoulder? Yeah, it's like... I, I, all my, my point was just that, like, you can still target the separate entity. Okay, great. That's that was my question. I'm going to point at her and no, no, I'm pissed. It is, it is in her space, though. I will say so. Like, <laughs> but I, but I could like point at the thing and like toll the dead on it or oh, something. That you could do, yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna I do that. You're gonna try and sacred flame, and I was like, mm, I don't know about that one. 
No, I'm going to do that. Wisdom. This is probably ter- No. Yeah. Whatever. I already said it. Wisdom <laughs> save, please. Ugh, okay. She's going to do really well. Wisdom saving throw. Let's see. Natural 20. <laughs> what's the number? 20. What? But what's the number? 20. Oh. So it sounds like a plus zero then. Oh, that's, if that's interesting. that's what you're trying to figure out. <laughs> All right. Well, that Which makes it so. none of your damn business. But <laughs> I know I was just trying to. Make I this. think it's my business because I'm grappled <laughs> in it. To be fair, okay. Just saying. All right. Anything else, Flick? Um. Yeah. Wait. I'm gonna go. Hmm. I point. That didn't work. And so he's gonna actually try and uh like push Bizdira over and like try and like slap her and see if she'll wake up or anything. I'm not unconscious. I'm grappled. But nothing's like affected her. Like not I, that she we looks know affected. Of yet. Correct. Oh. It's all happening very quickly. Remember. Whatever. My turn's over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like actually trying to play this game and it's not working. <laughs> what you? No, you want? What are you talking about? I, my turn's over. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So Bizdira, you. Uh, it is your turn now, yeah. and you feel. Uh, you feel like. Like, the fates are with you, at least for the moment. Uh, And then you hear a voice in your head, and the voice just very softly says, Attack the tiefling. Hey, everybody. Your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be marvelous, darling, if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcasts from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read any five-star reviews we get on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them that we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. It really doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it helps us out a ton. Now, we think that we're caught up on five-star reviews right Right now, So if you haven't heard your review on the air yet, drop us a line on Twitter or email us or something and let us know that we should keep an eye out for yours and get it on as soon as possible. We also want to remind everyone that we do still have our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks that yeah, you've heard me talk about for a while now. Right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. Thank you so much to our Shimmer Scale tribe leaders, Los Vargases, Eliyahu of Merc Grove, and Sir Mox the Magnificent. If you want to get shoutouts on the show, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron. Now, we know you all need more podcasts to listen to, like a lich needs to cast Death Ward on itself. <laughs> I'm really going to enjoy these stupid puns. Uh, but in the coming weeks, we're going to be tossing some previews of other awesome shows to you anyway. Sorry, not sorry. All of these shows have cast members who attended D&D Live this year, so I can vouch for all of them and say that they are awesome shows and definitely worth your time. This week, we've got a word for you from Taking Initiative. Are you looking for a D&D podcast that'll make you laugh? How about one that'll make you cry? Sweat profusely with stress and anxiety because of a flippin' mule? Taking Initiative is a Dungeons & Dragons 5e actual play podcast with an audio drama feel. These episodes are scored, character-driven, and filled with utter bullshit. Mostly because of Nick, let's be honest. Featuring special guests, the Venture Maidens, D&D is for Nerds, and more. Plus, we're in Wizards of the Coast podcast of series. Welcome, everyone. It's your pal, Ray Ray. That was an interesting time you had, Nick. I pat the horse on the rump. Thank you, great-grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> he just said his hopes and dreams. He didn't cast a spell. You gotta get down deep and lift from the knees. So that's the only big organ he has. <laughs> 
Damn. <laughs> Taking Initiative. Look us up on Twitter at TI underscore pod and on our website, takinginitiativepodcast.com. Aw, wasn't that cute how Josh beeped out the word shit? Shit. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, check out Taking Initiative. They just started their second big season arc about a week or two ago, so it's the perfect time for you to jump in. We've got a link to their website in our episode notes, so go check them out. We want to thank BattleBards for providing a lot of the fantastic music that you hear on our show. You can check out their awesome library of music and sounds at BattleBards.com. If you ever get adventures, character options, or new monsters from the DMs Guild, be sure to use our affiliate links found both on our website and in the episode notes here when you shop there so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out all of their amazing services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Now, I know we keep teasing exciting announcements for our second anniversary. This time next week, at the very latest, we should be ready to announce most of the stuff that we've got in store for you over the next month, so stay tuned. Okay, I think that's enough chatting. Let's get back to the episode. Thanks for listening, and happy gaming, y'all. Uh, and then you hear a voice in your head, and the voice just very softly says, Attack the tiefling. And so you will use your action to attack the tiefling, and you are under the effects of a bless spell as well, so you get to add a d4 to your uh, attack rolls. Okay, here's the question. Do I have to use any of my key points, or is it just like I can just attack and just like go through the motions? No, no, no. Just You just use your action. That's okay. all that it commands you to do. Great. So, well, unfortunately, my action is three attacks. Your action's two attacks. Well, it's... I get an unarmed strike, right? Or is it only if, if I use If you use your point? bonus action. Oh, okay. So then... Your attack action is two attacks. Two attacks. So two attacks with my dagger to flick. Yes, Sorry, with an extra d4 to hit. Oh, it's a d4 to hit. With an extra d4 to hit, yes. Okay. <laughs> You're using three attacks against me? Just no, two. two. So okay. I'm going to ha- warding mm-hmm. flare one of them, so the first one gets disadvantage. Okay. It should be the second one that gets disadvantage. It'll be the second one that gets disadvantage. <laughs> uh, I don't like any of what just happened. <laughs> it didn't I happen. Cut it out. <laughs> With, no, with I'm keeping that in to shame you all for your metagaming. Just saying. That was a 12. Okay. That doesn't hit. And a 14 doesn't that hit. That doesn't hit either. And okay. it only would have been a 15 without the disadvantage. I don't, oh, well, that's I good. Don't like, I don't like any of what just happened, but all right. Listen, um, okay. my dice hate me, and it's a wonderful thing right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Bizdira, as soon as you have finished your second attack, you sort of come back to your senses and and realize what you have done and you are back in control of yourself because you have fulfilled the command in your head. Can I use my bonus action then? You can. I'm going to use my bonus action, use a key point and attack the orb. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So punch it twice. Well, uh, sure. I will try to punch it twice. Sure. How'd that go? Um, a nine? No. <laughs> <laughs> But my key nope. point gets so you me just one start, more punch. Or? It does. You just start flailing, and you miss the first I'm time. Very angry, and I don't think a 13's going to hit either. It does not hit either, so you're just angry, flailing, mishing about. Not good. All right, Biz. Nope, that was Bizdira. Kit, you are up. You saw you saw Bizdira very confusingly. Uh, attack, flick, and then begin to attack the sphere of light around her. She's having an episode is of some sort. Is the orb still on Bazira's shoulder? 
It is it is still engulfing her, yes. Okay. okay, forgive me for this question, but I cannot remember. If I have a spell going um, with concentration, can I cast another spell that's non-concentration, or will it make... Yes. Okay, great. So I am going to cast uh, Nice Ife at the orb on Bizdira's shoulder. I know she's going to get a little damage, but I also know she has resistance to cold damage. That is true. Uh, okay. Come on, dice. <laughs> Come on. Uh, adjusted 20 to hit. Nice. That'll do. So, Bizdira, you need to make a dexterity saving throw, as does the orb. Mm, I don't think that made it. I haven't rolled above a six in a while, but that's Excellent. a nine for me. That's going to fail. It rolled a 10, so not much better than you. Well, it's okay. Okay, yes. Both of them fail. Um, so they take six cold damage. So three for me. Yeah. Yep. And the orb takes six piercing damage. All right. And then, because there's still one zombie alive, right? Oh, you know what? Flick, you need to make a dexterity save as well, because Bizdira just attacked you, which means she's right next to you. Sorry. It's okay. He's also resistant to cold. That I am. You said dex save? Yes. That's a 12. Sorry. That's okay. You take three cold damage as well then with your resistance. Okay. So Kit fires. She's got the the sphere with the hot flame on the one side (laughs) and she's throwing ice daggers on the other and they're exploding everywhere and everyone gets a little chilly. I love it because it's kind of like a, a dance of fire and ice. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yay, Game of Thrones. Yay. Um, And speaking of that fire, I would like to uh, slam the spear into the remaining zombie. Oh, yeah, I kind of forgot about him. All right, deck save for him. That's a 16. Fine, it saves. He can take half the damage. He can take half the damage. That is correct. And that's six points of damage. All right. That's halved? Uh, Oh, I only rolled 1d6, yeah. Oh, okay, great. Got it. Um, nicely done. All right. So a lot is happening. Bria, ice and fire and your friend attacking your friend and then attacking your enemy. It's all very confusing. I am going to shout, let's try to get out of here. Um, just <laughs> like that. Um, and so I am going to uh, bonus action disengage and okay. I'm going to uh, run down the hall as far Actually, as I can. Actually, I'm going to say you... Oh, I see. Yes. Mm-hmm. Run down the hall as far as I can uh, before having any issues with the fire. Okay. So let me just tell you that as you get past the fire, here's what you see on the far end of the hallway. You can see further down the hallway that there are two doors on the left side. In front of each door are two zombies, and hovering sort of right above each of them is another one of those spheres. Uh, each of the doorways, sorry, I should say. There's only two. Two spheres, four zombies. Fear- okay, so the spheres are controlling zombie zombs. Okay, um, I... It has Bastyr... Uh, okay, so I run, 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 and then I um, am going to turn around, and uh-huh. I am going to shoot three magic missiles at the orb, the Bastyr's oh. orb. Okay, do the thing. Fire damn magic missile. So Bria runs down. You all sort of, the, the sphere is very bright, so it's hard to sort of see a, a solid view of her on the other side. But then all of a sudden, you know she's still there because three of her magic darts come flying right at the orb next to Bizdira and dealing 12 points of damage. 
12 points of damage, and the orb sort of shatters. It's actually quite pretty. It sort of breaks apart into, like, sparkling pink uh, lights and then fades, and Bazira is no longer wreathed in uh, the pink light. Excellent. Very nicely done. There is still one zombie. Oh, can I use... Can I I say, there's more orbs down here! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, you can. Uh, Fantastic. So... Bria has defeated that orb, uh, but she is now much closer to the other zombies and orbs around these doors, and the other zombies begin to come down the hallway towards her. Uh, Two of them from the near door are going to be able to get to you and will attempt to slam into you. The other two are just too slow uh, and are are still further down the hallway, making their way towards you. Uh, That is an 18 to hit. Uh, I will use my uncanny dodge for that one. So okay, I will, and a, sorry, keep going. a 16 to hit the other on the other attack. The other one does hit. Okay, all right. So these two, again, they're also similarly strange mutated zombies with these glowing eyes, uh, glowing pink and purple eyes, and they anticipate your movements, and uh, they attack you. The first one slams into you, doing four bludgeoning damage, which means you have it to two. Okay. And the other one slams into you, doing five bludgeoning damage. Okay. So a total of seven bludgeoning damage as they bang into you. The orbs begin to move towards you as well, uh, although the orb from the far doorway sort of stays relatively close to those two zombies. The other orb, though, is going to come and attempt to slam into you. And that is a 16 to hit. Yeah, my AC is shit, so yes. (laughs) Okay, make a wisdom saving throw, please. I'm glad I yelled more orbs. Yeah. Oof. Uh, ten. Okay. So you take four points of bludgeoning damage, uh, and you uh, hear a voice in your head as well, although it's actually going to be quite interesting when we get back around to you. Uh, so that all happens sort of in view of the rest of you all, although, like I said, it's a little hard to see her past the, the sphere, but you can sort of get an idea for what's happening down there. Uh, the one remaining zombie who I forgot to do his turn that's by you all, uh, by the rest of you all, I should say, uh, is going to attack Bizdira because she's the closest. Uh, nope, that is an eight to hit. Yeah, that will not hit. These things have advantage every, and they're still, it's terrible. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Flick, you are up. From the sounds of it, Bria needs help over there on the other side of the sphere. This might not be a bad idea. So I'm going to go over there and kind of just like give a look to Kit. Be like, you got it over here. Believe in you. And I'm going to run over past the sphere. <laughs> And uh, see what's going on. And I'm actually going to channel my divinity and unleash my radiance of the dawn. And so I grab my amulet and I'm going to pray and meditate for like a millisecond. And then a whole like big flash of light is going to go out from my body as I reach out my hands and uh, hit them for 2d10. Great. First, what is the radius on that? I'm just going to figure out if you get all four of the zombies or just the closer two. 30 feet, but I'm right next to Bria. Oh, okay. So in that case, yes. So you'll get all of the things. And they uh, have to make constitution saving throws? That's correct. All right. So we will go with faraway zombie number one. 16. Uh, That makes... Faraway zombie number two. Five. (laughs) Nope. Close zombie number one. 14. Uh, That ties. Okay, so that makes... Close zombie number two. 21. That makes... Far away uh, sphere number one. Uh, I'm sure it fails. I don't remember their stats. Uh, nine. Nope. Close orb. Four. No. 
Um, and I think you will also get the far the zombie by your other friends by Bria uh, by, by Bizdira and Kit. Oh, uh, and that one gets a five. Oh, great! So no, yeah, you get everything in this hallway. Uh, three of the zombies uh, passed, two failed, and both orbs failed. So what's that damage? Total that is twenty one radiant damage. All right. So we see Flick, and we've seen him do it a few times before, but he just calls upon the raw power of Denier, and the entire hallway is bathed in this bright, bright light. Uh, and when the light clears, uh, the orbs are no more. Uh, the zombies are all uh, still stand. Well, not the one that was next to Bizdira. That one's for sure dead. But the the other four zombies are all still standing. One of them looks like it is very much on its last hit point leg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Can that not, one have not three looking- legs? And then two of the legs are broken, so it's literally on its last leg. Yes, I love that. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> all right, I love that. Uh, so that was Flick Bizdira. You are up. I am within 45 feet of not last leg zombies. Yes. Then I want to go to the zombies that are looking better. Okay, those are the ones that are right next to Bria and Flick. Great. So I'm going to go and I'm going to start attacking the one next to Flick because I feel bad. But I want to um, kind of go as I roll just to see if I kill it. Okay, great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So first attack. Yep. With my dagger is a 14. That'll do. That's eight damage. All right, so... Bizdira slices and stabs and hits it once. It's still up. She slices and stabs a second time. 19. That hits. For another 8. All right. The zombie seems to waver and be on the verge of falling. But it regains its feet. And is still up. Use my bonus action. Punch him in the face. All right. That's a 20 to hit. That'll hit. Bizdira hauls off with her other hand. Punches it right in the face. For another (laughs) 8. Another (laughs) 8. And the zombie reels backwards, its face crunches in, but it gains its feet again. It just, I mean, you have beat the absolute living daylights out of it, but it is still standing. (laughs) She's very unhappy with this. Yeah, zombies are fun with their undead fortitude. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right, Kit, you are up. Great. That was a fun turn, though. (laughs) Yes. Like, that was really fun to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you think so. Uh, So it's just the one zombie left, yeah? Uh, No, there are, in fact, four zombies left. Oh. Sorry. Two, one that. by two by two by Bizdira Flick and Bria, and two a little further down the hallway, even past them. But there are none next to you remaining. Great. Um, do we think it's been longer than a minute since I cast my flaming spear? I think as soon as this combat's over, it will be a minute. Lovely. Yeah. I mean, you guys moved. You guys moved pretty quickly yeah. once things started. So. Okay. Great. In that case, I am going to send my flaming spear down the hall. It's going to leap over my friends, and I want it to ram into the two that are farther away from my friends. How far can it move? Uh, 30 feet. Okay, so it won't quite make it to the other two, but you can get sort of between your friends and those two. They were pretty far down the hallway. Um, great. Can I then, well, can I slam the ones that are closer to my friends from behind? Does that work? Uh, yeah, sure. Great. Why not? We'll say that the same one that you, that was attacking Bizdira. Yeah. Or that Bizdira just attacked, I should say? Sure. All right, dexterity save for that one. That's a six. That does not save. Six fire damage. Six. All right, so the zombie catches fire. It is flaming, but it is still standing. <laughs> this one's flammable? Uh-huh. I mean, only because, like, it's it hit, you have dropped it to zero hit points now three times, but it's made its undead fortitude saves every time, so it remains at one hit point. So sure, it's on fire. Why not? <laughs> 
the sheer delight on his face. We haven't oh really gosh. fought any undead this whole campaign. I'm very excited about it. Moving on. Bria, you're up. There's a flaming zombie. There's a not flaming zombie. There's a couple of other zombies down the hall. You. Oh, okay. Interesting. Bria, I need you to roll a d6. Why? But the Just, orbs are gone, aren't they? The orbs are gone. She still has a little bit of residual light surrounding her. It's a Roll above a three. Oh, it's a two, wasn't it? So you attack this Tira. <laughs> You use your action to attack Bizdira. You are blessed. You have a, you add a d4 to your attack. <laughs> They're all so mad at me. What y'all. is this residual light nonsense? What the fuck is <laughs> that? Uh, What'd you get? I'm using. Can I choose what I'm trying to attack her with? Yeah. Not your fists. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, not a monk. A, a shocking grasp. Oh, choices. All right. Sure. Why not? 16. That'll hit. All Sorry, right. that's the lowest that's, I could do. That's 2d8. <laughs> that d4 really screwed us over there. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bria turns oh, no. to Bizdira. Oh, no. And <laughs> uh, hugs her. <laughs> and her hands then on Bizdira's back uh, deal her 13 points of lightning Holy damage. Sh- so that was better than stabbing me with a short sword? I was trying to get the lowest uh, uh, to hit bonus. Oh, bonus to hit. So gotcha, it was gotcha, less. gotcha. Yeah. 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 That was a, that was a tough call. I, I will grant you that one because it's like, do I go to try and miss more or do I assume do I'm going to hit and do less damage? Yeah. yeah, that was a tough call. That was a tough call. All right. <laughs> now, th- now the residual light winks out. So bully on all of you. Okay. Fuck off. That was my <laughs> action. So then I want to get to the door on the right hand side. There is no door on the right hand. You side. You said there were two doors. <laughs> Both there's doors two are doors on, the, on left. the left. The door oh. because there's two doors on the left. The right most. Oh, I see. But so wait. the farther, yeah, the farther away door. Correct. So, okay. Bizdir is very confused because Bria just came, hugged her, shocked the shit out of her, and then took off running. Wait, I'm going to yell, sorry, you'll understand, or you understand, and then <laughs> she did it to Flick. All right, now you know that you are running actually, towards the flaming- as I'm running towards the door, I'm going to say, that was for Flick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amazing. worse. Vindictive. Yeah, right, so I you do realize armor on. you do realize that you are running towards the two zombies and the flaming sphere. Yes. I just want to get to the. I want to get out of this room very badly. I. That's fine. I understand. I just want to make sure that you know which direction you're running. But those are the only doors, things that I see that would get us out of this room. Correct. Yeah, as far as you can tell. Yeah, I guess I'm running. Okay, that so way. you run down that way towards. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to discourage you. I just want to make sure that we're all oriented correctly. So you're running down that way towards those other two zombies. Uh, and we are down to, that was Bria. Oh, we're back to the zombies. All right. So those two zombies are going to attack you, Bria, uh, as they come to try and slam you. The first one is a 16 to hit. Uh-huh. The second one is a 13 to hit. No, Surely that hooray. doesn't hit you. Blessed be. So that one slams into you for two bludgeoning damage. Uh, all right, Bizdira, the one that you've been attacking, uh, goes after you. Uh, 17 to hit. Yep. All right, that's seven bludgeoning damage. Flick, the other one's going to go after you. No, you Radiance of the Dawn. Oh, yes, from right next to them, so yes. Uh, 17 to hit as well. Does that hit That you? ties. Damn. All right. 
uh, for six bludgeoning damage, and again, all of them have those pink and purple fire in their eyes as they come and anticipate your movements. No more orbs, which means it is Flick's turn. Ah! Um, yeah, I'm gonna follow Bria's lead and disengage from this zombie. Um, also, can I make a quick medicine check of my friends? Sure. Make a quick medicine check on one of your friends. Oh, okay, Bria. She's I'm closest to her. Well, you're closest currently to Bizdira. Oh, unless you mean after you move. After I move, yeah, I ran. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, that is a twenty adjusted. Bria, you can tell me your hit points. I have seventeen hit points left. She actually Uh, looks pretty okay. Like decent. Okay. Huh. I'll hold off then. Um, then I'm yeah. Then I'm just gonna look around and see if my friends are following. Okay, great. Bizdira, are you in fact following? I'm going to attack this zombie in front of me. Yes, that feels reasonable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. Same thing, same way. Do it again. Stab yep, it. One at a time, please, because it'll make saves every time you hit it. 20. Hit, damage. Nine. Nine. Nine? Yeah. All right. And what are you doing for this attack? I am stabbing it in the eye. Stab it in the I eye. I literally thought that before you said yeah. it. <laughs> Nine. Ugh, it got a non-natural 20 on its save, so you stab it in the eye. Your dagger is sticking out of its eye, but it's still alive. I pull my dagger out and stab it again. (laughs) In the other eye. In the other eye. Do the other eye. a 23 to hit. 23 hits. Damage. No, more nine. Nine. Oh, and that one, you had to get both eyes, and the zombie collapses underneath Congratulations. the oh, weight of your... That's the key to these zombies, the two <laughs> eyes. Double another... eye stab. Is the other zombie within five feet of me? Oh, yeah. So I don't feel like taking an attack of opportunity, so I'm going to punch him in the face. Punch him in the face. For a 15? 15 hits. <laughs> For four damage. <laughs> but so it's you just magical. sort of, like, you, you slap him, basically. You, like, backhand well, him. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Stab, stab, right. smack. I like to think she just goes up and just goes, psh, like, on the face. Just like a yeah. quick, like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then keeps running. Exactly. If she was wearing gloves, she would have taken off the glove and just smacked it across his face. Yeah, very, pr- like, prissy. Challenge you to a duel. I love it. Kit, you are, oh, anything else, Bazira? Uh, no. You're moving? Uh, well, because, no, I don't want to tackle opportunity. Okay. Kit, you're up. Uh, Okay. So it's me and Bazira with this one zombie, and then my two other friends are at the other end with some more zombies. With, the, with two zombies, yep. Okay, um, I am going to attack the zombie closest to us uh, with poison spray. So I'm going to yeah. stick my hand out into its face, try to kill right. it. Constitution save is a seven. You spray it with poison, and it doesn't seem affected at all. Boo! <laughs> Why? <laughs> I it's hate immune to these poison. Zombies. I'm sorry. <laughs> but hey, things you've learned now. Ugh, but it's so Anything? annoying. <laughs> Anyth- it is annoying. Anything else, Kit? Uh, I'm going to smack it with the sphere. I'm annoyed with this zombie. It needs yes, to die. Yes, absolutely. I thought you were going to say smack it, it like this deer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a- I'm going to smack it on the face, too. I'm going to mimic the motion with the spear. I'm just going to ram it across it. (laughs) I love it. It got a nine to save, so roll that damage. But in, like, a dainty way. (laughs) The spear turns into a glove. Six? Yes. All right. Uh, Bria, what are you doing? There there are two zombies by you. Uh, So I'm going to disengage. Okay. um, And I'm going to do a look over there and then slip out of the way. Um, Okay, I love it. And then I'm going to run to the door. And yep. I, I'm i going to just try to open it. All right. So you 
turn and open the door, and you open the door, and beyond is quite a sight to behold. You see a number of skeletons and zombies. You see three black hooded spectral figures hovering in the corner of the room, and behind them, behind them stands a beautiful, tall, beautiful woman, completely suffused and glowing with pink and purple energy, and her eyes lock onto yours as you open the door and look at her. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out how quickly Bria is going to die. You can reach out to the Last Refuge team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. Speaking of reviews, we have a new one this week. This review is from C. Brooks G. C. Brooks G says, thank you, thank you, thank you, with lots of exclamation points. I have to say, this this, uh, review, by the way, is formatted beautifully. Anyway, uh, I had no experience with D&D before listening to The Last Refuge. This podcast has been a wonderful way for me to learn about D&D as the characters encounter each new obstacle. I've recently completed the first season and appreciate the D&D tutorial episode, the character background episodes, and the episode recap episodes. I'm so glad to hear all of them. The players have such wonderful banter, and I, this is, I think, my favorite sentence, and I, knowing Alex in real life, love it when the DM or the other players and characters give Alex Flick a hard time. (laughs) I have been redeemed. (laughs) Yeah, and knowing who this is, that tracks. That's, yeah. yeah. Looking forward to starting season two and playing D&D myself someday. Well, you will have to let us know how that goes when you finally get a chance to play. And thank you, Seabrooks G, for that wonderful and wonderfully formatted review. Thank you. So, leave us a review. If you want, you can also send us an email at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons we're going to be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, check out our website at www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Is Dira? Cute! Bria! And fully happy gaming, y'all. I don't know why we're doing this. I don't know. (laughs) Fuck off. Because you just see. Gross. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. That was so vile. (laughs) Blooper. I feel like that's the blooper. Ooh, chunky. What did uh, you don't call it <laughs> Or is it oh, coffee? Because coffees are bad burps. Sorry. It was coffee and also a little verpy. Yeah. Ugh. Cool. Anyway, you see piled hot. <laughs> <laughs>